0: Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Inner Healing After Narcissistic Abuse podcast. My name is Jasmine and I'm your host and I'm so glad to be back. It's 2019 and what a year 2019 is shaping up to be. But before we talk about 2019, today's episode is really about delving into reflecting on 2018 and understanding the lessons of the year that was. Now, if you're listening to this, this is the fourth time that I'm recording this episode. Um, I've recorded this three times now and every episode has been about 40 minutes long. I am recording this in a different way, Um, so fingers crossed it makes it to you. Um, More on the lessons um, that I'm already experiencing this year, but I wanted to kind of dive in and give you an update on where I've been. I know I've been a bit absent from the podcast and um, just kind of delving back into the land of social media and you know the end of 2018 was really pivotal for me. Um, I ended up very sick and burnt out and had to take quite some time off um, everything so um, yeah that was a very challenging experience but also a really important one for me as I really had to sit with my understanding and uh, level of self-care and and how consistent I really was with that which you know it became apparent that I really wasn't so you know I think Many of us experienced a very transformational and, you know, really huge year. It was really a year of growth and transformation and change and challenge. And, you know, something that came up for myself and my clients and other people in my life was this, this you know, idea of stepping into our power, speaking our truth and making really self-honoring choices I really believe they were they were really the common themes of what we experienced in 2018. We experienced so many changes and challenges like I mentioned and an up-leveling of all areas of our life Um, you know I definitely experienced that it was a huge year in terms of um, you know goals and and you know I guess standards and expectations that I set for myself But also just the lessons were really big and transformational and when I was able to really look at them I was able to gain so much awareness and understanding from them and I really believe that is obviously something I'm very passionate about teaching and creating that self-awareness within yourself knowing how to navigate you know narcissistic abuse Recovery and healing, you know, and what that journey really of transformation looks like because a lot of our internal work isn't something that we can really describe or explain to others, but it is this constant internal process of understanding and uncovering another layer of who we are. And so, you know, part of what I am so passionate about sharing is helping to shed light on what that process looks like and to help you feel comfortable of being in that deep transformational place. I really believe that if we can, you know, dive deep into that transformation and learn every single lesson that we're meant to learn in this human experience, then we're really getting the full value and I guess life journey and experience that we're really here to learn and uncover. And I think 2018 was a really pivotal year for us to really understand that. So I wanted to share a little bit about some things that I experienced, and I've also got some journal prompts for you to go through in your own time. I know we're, you know, almost halfway through January already, but. Um, Like I said, this episode was meant to go up right at the beginning of January, um, but I didn't want to not re-record this um, because I know there was a lot of, um, you know, growth and reflection that came through for me when I was preparing for this um, specific episode. So I really want to make sure it gets to you, um, even though we are already halfway through January. So in 2018, I had a lot of goals that I wanted to achieve, things I wanted to do and, you know, while there was a lot of achievement and things that I'm really proud of having um, kind of accomplished, um, but there were things that just didn't come into fruition and there was a lot of, you know, this need to surrender and let go of, you know, things that I'd envisioned of, of creating in my life. One of the things, obviously, as you can hear, was the birth of this podcast and 2018 was really the year that, you know, my passion was ignited for sharing in podcast form, um, specifically helping you to uncover the world of, you know, personal development meets narcissistic abuse recovery and how important I believe that is. So, you know, that's what you're listening to now. And the feedback that I've had in recent months has been amazing. And, you know, thank you so much to everyone who reaches out and shares with me what they've gotten from the podcast. It is, you know, such a humbling experience. And um, yeah, I guess just something that I never thought that I would do, Um, you know, having experienced obviously such pain and suffering from my own um, experience of narcissistic abuse. But To be able to just, I guess, provide a different perspective um, of this journey and what we're meant to learn from it, I think has been, you know, the fact that I've had that creative outlet and to be able to share that with with you is, um, yeah, something that I'm very, very proud of and I'm just so grateful that you're here listening and taking the time out of your day to really up level and deepen your understanding um, of this, you know, healing and recovery process. So another thing that I wanted to briefly mention and cover was, you know, really understanding this idea of reflecting on and sitting with our, you know, processes and, you know, external accomplishments and something for me that came up was really reflecting on the fact that 2018 was really the first calendar year, full calendar year where I went you know, was absolutely no contact with my ex. Um, he did try and hoover a couple of times. Unfortunately, um, you know, having an online profile makes it very difficult to completely um, block him. But uh, I maintained no contact and didn't engage at all in the contact that he tried to make. And I'm very, very proud of myself for, for really acknowledging how far I'd come and being able to really I guess reflect on the the difference in in how I felt about that contact that he made you know the fact that well energetically and emotionally there wasn't really anything there for me and that I could kind of read that and then go on with my day and not give it a second thought was you know like a real breakthrough for me um, because um in previous years you know um, breaking that no contact and being really addicted to hearing from him and that need, you know, was so strong. So the fact that, you know, I had that experience was really, really something I'm proud of and, you know, continue to, you know, practice day to day now and, and take into 2019. And it's not something that I have to really think about or maintain as such, um, but I think it deserves our attention and reflection because as much as I talk about moving forward and healing and recovering and and looking to the future I think it's really important that we also take a moment to look at how far we've come because it's in those moments that we really realize you know the process of our healing and recovery and and you know, every little aspect of what we learn through this experience kind of comes together and we see that evolve as time goes on. But when we're so caught up in the moment, it can be really hard to to put those pieces together. So having that hindsight and being able to look back, um, no matter how long, how long it's been since you left that relationship or, you know, contact with a family member or coworker or friend you can really start to get some perspective on and and see the results of that personal transformation um, because I think it's so valuable to see that. And it's something that you should be proud of as well. So I have some questions for you. Um, And within these questions, I'll again share a little bit more about some things that came up for me to help you, I guess, reflect on and think about um, you know and relate to where you're at and and how you found 2018 so you might like to grab a journal and a pen um, you know stop the podcast there for a second get yourself organized and um, write these questions down for you to go through at a later stage I think you know the fact that we're already halfway through January of 2019 it might be something that you want to just take a few minutes out of your day to do. Um, when I kind of went through this I did take quite a bit of time, but again I like to do this at the end of December um, or maybe early January. And um, you know obviously like I said this um episode was meant to air quite a lot sooner. So if you're ready um, I will give you these questions and again feel free to kind of sit with and journal on this for however long you want you may have already kind of gone through a process similar to this already and if you have you might like to just check over whether the questions were similar I haven't got a whole lot of questions I didn't want to make it too overwhelming and confusing I think sometimes you know in personal development these things can become this massive process where we feel overwhelmed and we end up not actually going through it and I think it's so much more important that we take some time to reflect um, but not get caught in getting caught up in dwelling or having to think about you know have we answered 50 questions to help us get an understanding of you know how we've gone in the year so I think these five main questions are really just going to help you get what you need so the first question is, what were your highlights of 2018? And for me, that was, you know, I like I said, I had some external goals that really were my highlights. Again, they can be things that are internal as well. Like, what are you proud of? Um, you know, what are your highlights and, and things that you've achieved during the year? And And like I said, they could be, you know, just breaking a certain habit or not contacting your ex, whatever it may be, that doesn't have to be an actual achievement of doing something. These are just some things that came up for me. So things that I, yeah, were highlights for me were, you know, obviously launching the podcast, um, presenting to a group of psychologists at a practice that was really powerful and really a great experience for me to share some knowledge and wisdom on obviously narcissistic abuse and the personality disorder and how that might, you know, help them to look at the client base that they work with and help them to get a better understanding of the personality disorder itself. You know, it's actually quite interesting. You've probably, you know, had an experience of that where you've gone to see a psychologist and they have really had no idea of the disorder and and how it actually manifests and and how abusive these people really are. So um, it may be a reason why you're here listening to this today, you know, listening to someone who's experienced it firsthand um, and has, you know, taken it beyond that and applying that to help other people. You know, it's not always the ones that have gone through university or college and studied this um, but have lived experience. I think that is uh, sometimes even more important. So I was, yeah, really, really proud and and. And it was a highlight for me to be able to go and and share that. And I really do hope I can do that more this year. Another thing um, was turning 30. Obviously, it's a big milestone. And for me, everything I've been through in the last few years, it was, um, you know, bittersweet. Um, kind of feeling like I'm not as far along as I want to be in my healing and recovery um, and, and, and looking towards the future and, and relationships. But it was also obviously a great milestone and something to be proud of, of of how far I'd come. So it was a real mix of both, but it was a real highlight for me, as you can imagine. Um, Another thing was, I guess, and this is in terms more of that internal stuff, and that was really putting my desires first and really looking at what my needs were and and just continuing on that journey of getting to know myself more, I think that was something that was a highlight and something that I was proud of it you know kind of focusing on in two thousand and eighteen so the second question is what are you most proud of achieving in two thousand and nineteen Sorry two thousand eighteen so again, this is something um, that is I guess similar to your highlights um but again they can be more internal processes as well. So for me it was really about making self-honoring choices and that really manifested in it in a way in which you know I made the decision to move out and into my own place by myself and and not living with my sister anymore. That was something that was really apparent and um something that I felt really called to do for my own self-care and healing. Um, and, and just to have an environment for myself that I was really happy with. And like I mentioned, it was just really, you know, I felt myself up leveling all areas of my life. It was like, I looked at everything and was like, okay, I need to upgrade every aspect and something that I do with my one-on-one clients is, um, the circle of life. and, And that concept comes from the coaching Institute that I studied with originally but basically you look at, you know, a number of different elements of your life that they've kind of come up with that um, you might like to focus on. And basically we go through a process of working out your level of satisfaction in each area. And that's really based on just where you're currently at. Um, and that can obviously change over time. So I always, I do this for myself and I get my clients to as well actually do it every few months or however often they feel they would like to do it to kind of see where they're at because when we're trying to make change in our life um, we can get really overwhelmed with thinking about you know the fact that oh my gosh my whole life is a mess and I don't know where to start. So using a process like that is really powerful in helping you to just pick a couple of little you know areas and and start to make some incremental changes that will help you feel like you're on the right track and once you gain that momentum you're able to continue to make changes and you're seeing the results as you're making the changes and you start to feel more comfortable with the whole process. So I use that process a lot for myself still and and it really helps me to continue to set a higher standard for myself of what I want in different areas of my life. So you know, again, that's something I talk a lot about when we're looking at narcissistic abuse recovery is, you know, coming, you know, having been in this environment where it was all about the other person and we didn't know what we wanted and who we were, how can we start to actually change that when we are on our own and we're moving forward and we're trying to heal, um, you know, having a framework on knowing how to actually move forward is really important. And Moving on to number three and this is really important because we want to look at you know what lessons did you learn in 2018. So you'll find that there'll be common themes and things that come up for you you know maybe every year, every couple of weeks, months, whatever it may be and you know when they're continuously coming up it means that we haven't quite learned the lessons, we haven't quite gotten there and you know, if they do come up and we think we have learned from them, you know, it may just be that you're being asked to deepen into that specific lesson even further and gain an even deeper understanding of, you know, what you're meant to learn from that, that specific experience. So for me, surrender came up. It came, you know, being open to change, being vulnerable. Um, those kind of things kept coming up for me. Um, recognizing and remembering you know a lot of this isn't something about isn't it? it's not so much about what we need to learn it's about what we need to remember you know who we are innately who we are and who we choose to be and I think reminding myself that I'm not my past was really important for me as well you know I still think about that a lot of where I was and who I was and you know who I am today but there's still this, you know, fracture and disconnect that comes up for me and I, I still relate to myself with who I used to be and, and how I used to be and forgetting who I am now. And, you know, I think there's a fine line but between thinking about who you were and who you are now and and not getting stuck in the past. You know, I think yes, you know, the past is a great indicator of the future and the present, and that's the way in which I look at it with narcissists in particular, because we can really get a great, you know, idea of someone based on their past. But, you know, I guess for our own healing and recovery, we also want to keep moving forward and look into the future and remembering that, yes, certain things may have really challenged us or been a problem in the past, We don't need to let that define us and make that mean that we're not capable of being a better, different version of ourselves now or in the future. If you want to learn more about some other life lessons um, that I've learned, you know, um, in the last 12 months and beyond, I actually wrote a post um, titled 30 Life Lessons and you can find that on my blog www.feelinglife.com. You'll see that there on the main page um, and the link to click. But that just gives you, um, you know, 30 main life lessons that really stuck out to me and just things that I reflected on prior, just prior to my 30th birthday. So number four, I wanted to include this question because I think it's really important that we acknowledge our feelings and how certain, you know, parts of the year felt for us. So you know how did 2018 feel for you? Really emphasizing on the feeling and for me it was a lot of contrast. I felt um, quite like expansive but then things did feel really challenging and confronting and things were really joyful and I felt abundant in a lot of areas but like I said I still felt challenged and things were difficult and I came across roadblocks as you do and so yeah it was a lot of contrast and I think that's what made the whole energy of the year feel really big because it was I was being pulled you know towards you know great great experiences and joy and and expansion and then I was being pulled in you know being really challenged and confronted with certain things as well so That was really, um, really interesting to reflect on. So number five, um, this question is all about, you know, what would you like to improve on this year? And it's also kind of reflecting on what could you you have done better in 2018? And I think this is where what I mentioned at the start was talking about how I was sick and burnt out became really apparent because something that you know I've now in reflection carried through into this year is the fact that I really need to focus on more self-care more downtime and creating more routine and structure but also adding in more fun and play and creativity and that was something that I really neglected in 2018 because you know I came into 2018 with all these ideas and expectations and like this big vision of how I wanted the year to look and all the things that I wanted to do and I can really easily get caught up in the goals and knowing exactly what I want to do but it means that I will kind of have my blinders on and forget about other things in my life and and one of those things was really neglecting my self-care And something that I've kind of talked a little bit about on social media, not so much anywhere else, was the fact that, you know, I have had chronic fatigue and chronic illness for about five or six years and it's been really up and down. But the last kind of couple of years have been a lot better and that obviously had quite a bit to do with, you know, removing my eggs from my life and not having that toxic energy in my life. Um, and also making a lot of lifestyle changes and health changes, you know, nutrition and self-care, um, getting a better handle on, you know, understanding chronic illness and, and for me natural well-being and using natural remedies is really important. And it's something that I have had um, a number of people contact me about, um, this correlation between narcissistic abuse and chronic illness. And I really believe there is a link, um, something that I really want to explore more in the future. So I will be doing an episode on that um, very soon. But basically, when I let my self-care slip, you know, my health mentally, emotionally and physically really um, became quite dire. And I really had to do something about it. And so, you know... I've really looked at okay, what routines and and um, rituals can I really bring back in um, that are not overcomplicated, that are not gonna make me feel overwhelmed, that you know it doesn't feel like a hundred point checklist of things that I need to do every day, but just things that are gonna support me in my day to day life, and I really want to spend this year exploring what can self care look like when we really nurture and care for ourselves um, but, you know, still live life and have, um, you know, have responsibilities and things that we have to do, you know, how can we have that, uh, not balance, but how can we, how can we have both? And how can we, if we look after ourselves first, how can that support us in being able to achieve the things that we want to do rather than, you know, the way that I really lived life last year was, I wanted to do and be and and have all these these things um, and then you know I cut my self-care and looking after my me were were last and you know it was like right at the end of the day it was like okay well do I have time for me and generally it was no and so every day kind of went like that and you know obviously you're going through you know nine ten months of that and you know that was when I really ended up being burnt out and and unwell and that was the result of not really look you know not looking after myself at all so I think that question's really powerful because we're looking at you know what we want to improve on so having like a really positive um perspective on it but also looking at it from the point of view of well you know how what could I have done better last year and and how can we transfer that perspective into this year I think that will really help you um, to know how to navigate 2019. So I will be doing another episode on helping you to map out 2019 Um, again like I said I'm really big on goals and intentions and helping you to shape your year so that you get the most out of it Um, but that will be another episode because um, it is quite detailed and I want to share some really powerful things for you. So I just wanted to share a few things that are coming up um I will be doing like I said some new episodes different topics um specifically on chronic illness certain aspects of narcissistic abuse recovery um, in particular my journey into healing and recovery and how I got to doing what I do now because I have had a few people contact me about wanting to know about that in detail and I'm um, something that you know obviously I'd love to share with you so that I am mapping out at the moment I also am looking at doing some listener Q&A so if you have any questions that you'd like answered feel free to email me feelinglife at gmail.com or you can get in touch with me via social media I can be found at A Feeling life, and on that's on Instagram and Facebook um and um on also on my website and you can find all the details there so feel free to get in contact because you know I think it's really important that you know I'm able to help you with whatever questions you have and sometimes they can be shorter you know um kind of guided answers rather than a whole episode on one topic I'm also going to have my good friend and long-term um meetup group member Jackie back on the show. You may remember her from episode one. Um I'm really passionate about supporting women locally here in Perth in Western Australia and um that's been obviously through my support group and um you know she's just been such a great support and advocate for the work that I'm doing and um yeah she's got with you know we have some great conversations when we um get together and you know I'm always saying to her we should have recorded that so um yeah definitely listen out for um, more episodes with her also um I've just launched um a private Facebook group called Inner Healing After Narcissistic Abuse Global Community Um, But if you just type in inner healing after narcissistic abuse, just as the podcast is named on Facebook, you'll find the group Um, just, yeah, if you want to come and join us, I'll be running some Facebook lives, sharing resources, um, keeping you up to date with everything that is happening. So I would love to have you join. Um, It'll be a great resource, and additional tool for you to get in touch and just to have a little bit more support in your life from me. Uh, later this year, I'll also be launching an online mentoring program, something that I basically ran um, in person here in Perth. So I'll be bringing that online to be able to support more people um, globally. So I'm very excited about that. Um, I will be releasing at least one ebook very soon. It's something I've been working on and very passionate about, you know, bringing together information but also kind of. Giving you a real big framework to guide and be coached by me through an ebook by yourself uh, when you don't have the resources or the tools um, to be able to do coaching or other online programs that I'll be offering. So, um, that ebook will be available soon, and as soon as it's available, I will basically announce that for you as well. Um, I did write a blog post with a couple of other reflections on 2018, so you might like to go back and read that again. You'll find that on the blog, www.feelinglife.com. And I would love for you to join me on Instagram if you if you have Instagram at all, um, purely because I am, you know, really wanting to be more open and transparent and help you. Um, I guess visualize what that healing and recovery process looks like. So I am starting to share more um, on Instagram stories and also just on the feed as well. And visually, I guess, helping you to kind of see what my life looks like and what I'm doing. And, you know, I'm just sharing little, you know, little things that obviously I can't share in a podcast format. So I would love for you to come and join me there um, and you can reach out and get in touch that way as well. So I think that's it for today. I'm hopeful and grateful that this is reaching, you know, going to reach you and that you're going to really find it helpful. And I look forward to speaking to you soon.